Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Doug Allen Show, Fox Sports Radio. We're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 888-FARMERS to switch, and you can save an average of $470 on auto insurance. That's a lot of money for a quick phone call, don't you think? Average nationwide annual savings survey data July to December 2020. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. The NFL Network reports that sources say that teams have begun calling the Eagles on their former starting quarterback, Carson Wentz, plotting a roadmap for potential trade as teams get closer to the start of the league year. The Eagles are not in a hurry to trade Wentz. In fact, as of now, they intend for him to return for 2021 under Nick Sirianni. But they did field calls and have discussed the issues. GM Howie Roseman will almost always listen, and this is no different. So, no player is untradeable. I, I don't think, I would say Mahomes is probably the, the one, the exception to that statement. Um, Brady, just because of his age, his stature, you're not trading a guy, I'd just soon retire. But outside of those two, and I don't think anybody's untradeable. Like, I don't think the Packers are going to trade Aaron Rodgers, but like, if you're going to make some crazy, crazy offer... I don't know. Jacksonville says, like, hey, you can have the number one overall pick. Like, uh, maybe we'll listen, but probably not. But I think we're, there's this interesting era that we could be in, which is the era of quarterback movement. If you talk to NFL guys, they, personnel people, front office people, even coaches, they, they so look down on the NBA, right? Because for our lifetime, in football, when you would turn on a team, at least in the last 30 years, 25 years, because when we were kids, the quarterbacks were synonymous with the teams, but also it was, the teams were about the running backs. 
there was a time, let's go mid-80s, right? And Ramos can nod to this, and I, I see Dan Byer, and Byer, this is like Dan Byer's favorite thing ever, right? The I forget years, but the Seahawks had Kurt Warner, right? They also had you know, Dave Craig was their quarterback, and Steve Largent was their wide receiver. He had that one-bar face mask. It was like, how did how did he not suffer brain damage, right? But yet you were known more for your running back. Roger Craig, high knee. Yes, Jerry Rice was is the greatest wide receiver of all time, and Joe Montana is, I still think you have to have him in the GOAT conversation as, as quarterback. But there was Roger Craig, high knees, right? That was how he ran for the San Francisco 49ers. Then you had the up, upright running style of Eric Dickerson, with the LA Rams, you had uh, you had the finesse of uh, of Marcus Allen with the Raiders. Like go through all the teams, and almost all of them, Thurman Thomas with with the Bills, uh, his college teammate Barry Sanders with the Lions, Sweetness Walter Payton with the Chicago Bears. Eventually, it was Emmett Smith. First it was Tony Dorsett, then it was Emmett Smith with the Dallas Cowboys. Right, John. Remember John Riggins? John Riggins. With the uh, with the Washington Redskins, Joe Morris was the little diminutive running back for the New York Giants. Like teams, the the exception that was like you couldn't really name the Dolphins running back because they never ran it because they were always in shotgun, right? Um, there was a couple of teams where the it it overshadowed that guy, Earl Campbell for a period of time with the Houston Oilers. Everybody knew who you were based upon your running back, and the team that didn't have the running back oftentimes didn't have a chance. Now that's become the quarterback, and, and there's there's been several protections put in place so that teams don't really lose their quarterback if they don't want to lose their quarterback. That's how the whole system is designed. That's the, that's the whole reason for the franchise tag. The franchise tag is there really for one position and one position only. It's the quarterback. Now, is it used for other positions? Absolutely. But the idea of the franchise tag is you never have to lose a quarterback if you don't want to. And the new era is not necessarily in players dictating movement as much as teams and players falling out of love with one another and moving on from one another, despite the fact that a contract actually holds them in place. I don't know if we're truly there, right? Like if Wentz and Watson gets moved, it's hard to not signify that we're there. But if they don't, feels like that thing that we all know exists where football players want to be basketball players. So, and I'm not saying that, um, um, I'm not saying that uh, that we can't and or won't see some quarterback movement, and we've already seen two quarterbacks being traded for one another. And of course, with with Rivers retiring, with Breeze likely retiring, there's going to be even more movement. But the dictated movement by the player, because I'm out, it goes counter to the culture of football. This this is what people missed on my. And and look, part of it is, I've I've said it many times. I'm sarcastic. I can be. I I'm, I can just be a smartass. So when I tweeted about Andrew Luck being with the most millennial thing ever because rehab was too tough, it it basically the idea is that I don't know if we're in this new era of football where guys would rather not rehab as opposed to Brett Favre, who you know you basically got to drag him off the football field. You know that's. Those are foot, football guys just play when they're hurt. It's like, uh, who was it? Cole Beasley played like the second half of the year on a broken leg. Like that's a football story. It goes counter to the, the, the culture of football. What Andrew Luck did, which is a, a quarterback walking away in his prime. It goes counter to it. It, it, it. It's not what football players normally do. It's actually out of respect for most all football players and how much they play through injuries or play through despair, play through adversity. This is the same thing, though. This is, an, this is not a fo- football guys 
traditionally aren't entering like transfer portal thing. And don't get me wrong, it does happen. Joe Burrow transferred. Uh, Justin um, Fields transferred. Hell, Troy Aikman transferred, by the way. Best thing he ever did. Oklahoma to UCLA. But um, it's, it's not the culture of the sport and the culture of the position are ones where, like, this is your team. If the team is screwed up well, and you're actually good, then you got to fix it. Right? I mean, do we think that Matt Ryan loved what happened to his organization after they went to the Super Bowl? So I, I think that that part is, is fascinating. Fascinating to see what happens in Houston, what happens in Philadelphia, if we are in that new era where the quarterback under a massive guaranteed contract wants out, gets out. That, that's, that would signify something very, very new. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. It's like cramming a full year's worth of cash in back, uh, a full year's worth of cash back into one of those cash-shaped birthday cards. Cashback match only Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. Uh, coming up next, why we need to stop talking about this coach going back to the pros. I'll explain next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six. The new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DOUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in pick six credits. That's code Doug only on DraftKings. Pick six. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in pick six credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for pick six use only expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. After the first day of the signing period for recruits in the class of 2021, Stop me if you've heard this before, but uh, Alabama finished number one with arguably the greatest recruiting class of all time. And and one of the things we're going to have to do is we're going to have to stop with the Saban's got to prove himself by going to the NFL. Yeah. Why? Why? You know, I, I have a, a couple of dear friends in the industry, and... Um, look, I've been doing this for a long time. There are things that I like, uh, you know, I love doing, I, I got a game tomorrow, Boise state against Nevada. I was going to do that same game Sunday. And I was like, e super bowl, going to do the super bowl. I'm going to watch the super bowl. Right. I mean, I could have watched the super bowl too. Games done before it, but I just, I don't know. I, I, and then Monday, I'll do Oklahoma State versus Kansas on radio. Then Wednesday, game. So I love doing those games. And my friend gave me great advice the other day. He's like, you know, what do you want to do with your, what do you like doing? And I said, I like doing it all. He's like, well, find the things that you like doing and do those. And don't do the things that you don't like doing, right? And just be, if you just like, and I love, he's like, well, what about your your show? I was like, I love doing it. I just feel like almost every day I wake up with something to say and, you know, I like the people I work with and it's just, I get it all out and then I don't actually have to mutter about sports the rest of the day or my thoughts about sports most of the rest of the day. And I'm, I feel up on information because I'm listening to Dan with all the updates and we prepare and we read a bunch of stuff, like all that stuff. And it, it makes my, my, my brain function better. Like, well, then do that. Just like, just do that. Like cut out the looking for something else and just do the things that you're good at that you like doing and don't. And that's Saban. Saban's good at recruiting. He likes working with younger people. He likes the college thing. Like why, why go to the NFL? They're not plateauing. They're getting better. And oh yeah, by the way, look at what he's done. He's got Bill O'Brien on staff. He had Steve Sarkeesian, like all these guys. He takes these rehab coaching rehab projects. They come in, you know, they're with them for a year or two years, and then they go get another job. Then he does it again because he's so respected in terms of his organizational skill and how he does things and how he relates to kids. Man, that is a it's it's a little bit of a self driving car now. All he has to do is come in and goes to practice, gives motivational speeches, motivates his coaches, breaks down game film. He's got the biggest staff in college football history. He ain't doing a lot of the, a lot of that stuff, a little stuff anymore. Doesn't have to. He doesn't recruit on a daily basis. He just tell me when you want me to close. I'll come in and I'll close. Stop talking about him having to go to the NFL to prove himself. Why? When you go down as the greatest college coach of all time. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. All right, Austin Eckler is going to join us in a, in a couple of minutes. Um, it's just interesting, right? Carson Wentz still uh, still wants to be traded despite the coaching change. And it feels like Howie Roseman is trying to fix, fix the situation by making Doug Peterson the fall guy. And Carson Wentz isn't buying it, right? Carson Wentz is like, look, this is more organizationally, organization-wise an issue, which is a little bit like the Deshaun Watson thing, right? I don't like who I'm working for. I don't trust that they're going to put the right people around me, so I'm out. 
And I, I do think that Carson, to a certain extent, needs a fresh start. Whereas I don't think that Deshaun Watson needs a fresh start. Like, dude, Deshaun Watson is beloved there. And oh yeah, by the way, with James Harden, Balin, and J.J. Watt likely to call it a career at some point in the near future, or maybe they, they deal him as well. Like, I'm not actually sure that Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, like, uh, Tom Brennan is a, good, a, a very dear friend of mine. He's the former coach of Vermont, and he still lives in Burlington, Vermont. And people always ask him, like, TB, you retired. Why do you still live in Vermont? He's like, my, my, my man, my boy. There's 50 states out there, and I own one of them, right? And that's what Deshaun should think. Like, you want to get traded to Carolina? Like, you want to talk about an irrelevant football team? You know? And I'll grant you, Cam, Cam was a superstar, even though he was in Carolina. You know, you don't need necessarily market size. And that division maybe can be had because no one knows what happens in New Orleans. You know, at some point, Tom Brady retires and Atlanta's kind of a mess. Like, I kind of get it. Uh, but do they have, outside of Christian McCaffrey, do they have the dudes to throw to? San Francisco sounds great, but what are they going to send back a return outside of Garoppolo that's going to make Houston go like, yeah, let's completely ruin our franchise that we have built around a guy? Maybe. Maybe there's an undying belief in Garoppolo. Maybe. And we can get him on the cheap. And I actually, I'm, I, I would say it's not dumb for Houston to want to move on from him. It, it would be dumb for, for Philadelphia because if you move on from Carson Wentz, that means you're going full Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts' ceiling was right there in front of you. I, I get it. I, I, I wouldn't have taken him out either in the last game of the year, but his ceiling was, I mean, he's 7 for 20. He's not... And he's not an NFL starting quarterback long-term. Not at this point in his career, doesn't look like it. But people wanted anything, and he played really well against the, uh, against the Cardinals. Decent one against the Saints. So people were like, oh, they, they stopped watching that he wasn't playing well. So it's... Yes, uh, Ryan Music. I know this uh, eagle situation is just ever evolving, and you and I were doing the herd last Friday when the Nick Sirianni... Uh, introductory press conference happened and we were kind of uh, reacting to the somewhat cringeworthy start to his introductory press conference and you know clearly I don't know if Carson Wentz's unhappiness with the organization necessarily hinged on how that whole thing played out but it certainly didn't help and this just sort of feels like Howie Roseman has a great relationship with the owner, Jeffrey Lurie, and he just sort of feels like anything he does, he can justify it, and it's sort of getting him trying to solve these issues, and it's almost like he's digging the hole deeper and deeper. Um, and I don't know if it matters, because if you have a great relationship with the owner, then that's, you know, doesn't, you know, you're probably going to have a job for a long time. But he sort of felt like, hey, if I just get rid of the coach and try and blame everything on Doug, Carson Wentz will be happy, and we can sort of repair this relationship. And Clearly, based off of everything we know now, that's just not the case. It's not as easy as that. It's like you do something to upset your wife, and you're like, "Well, I don't I, think I it's said- all." I don't think it's all Howie, though. I, I don't think it's all Howie. I, I do. I think some of it's Howie, and Howie thinking he knows more than everything. Sure, but I think Carson, he knows he's got some guys that are not down with with him in that locker room, and there have been some seeds seeds of doubt, enough seeds of doubt planted where it's sometimes hard to get back a locker room. Like, let's go get a new locker room. I mean, to me, I think it's it's better if you, you earn back trust and you work and you, you get better. But maybe he feels like it's past that point, that they're not getting it. That it doesn't, it's not just Doug. It's that, it's that he, he was made to, to feel like he was not as good as Jalen Hurts and other guys bought, in, and bought into Jalen Hurts. There are people there that still question whether he should have gotten the job back because of Foles, with, with Foles, regardless of how bad Foles has been since he left. So I think that's what this is a lot about. I, I don't think it's about... Uh, him versus Howie per se. Anyway, give me your thoughts at Gottlieb Show as a Twitter handle. The Gridiron Gridiron Gaming Group will officially launch the platform with the big game streamer event on Super Bowl Sunday, February 7th. Fans can participate by watching any of the seven player streams beginning at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Those players include two members of the Chargers, Mike Williams, and our next guest, Austin Eckler. Um, he joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Austin, how are you? Doug, what's going on, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. All right. You've been doing any uh, one-arm pull-ups this morning? Um, something else to embarrass us in terms of your level, uh, your no, level of fitness? Back to the gym, but uh, no one-arm pull-ups today. <laughs> All right. No, no one-arm pull-ups. No one-arm pull-ups uh, ju- just yet. Um, 
Okay, let me let, let's start with your season. Personally, how did your season go? Um, my season was uh it was different just because uh my injury, you know, coming into the season, I'm always my goal is always to progress on what I did last year. And I feel like I did that, but not in the way as far as production, um, the numbers, things like that. Uh, I did have, I mean, didn't have terrible numbers. I think I was like 100 yards of offensive game. Um, so I was actually producing, but I think more so into the role of just the leadership from the running back room. Uh, this is the first year where it was me. I was the older guy in the room, had the most experience, had been there longer. And I think, you know, for me, I really grew as far as a leader and just showing the guys the ropes and telling them my mentality, what's worked for me and how that how I've had success and you know the season it was obviously not what we wanted we were seven and seven and nine so not a great season we were a good football team you know good football teams are going to be in that 500 range but if you're going to be a playoff run you got to be a great football team so we're looking to you know come back maybe build some new chemistry with the new head coach and coaching staff and make a new run um uh, okay. I mean obviously a lot went wrong but why the close games, and again, a lot of the ones really in the season you weren't a part of because you were hurt, but it is a kind of a narrative with the exception of the 12-win year. Like, this has been the thing with the Chargers, which is, guy, just find a way to lose those those games or have a lead and and lose it late. Is there is there something in the mentality of the team? Is there something, like, what what is it from a guy who's now seen all sides of it, and now you are kind of the old head in that running back room, what is it about the Chargers that, especially these past two years, you guys have lost so many close games? Yeah, it comes back to what I was mentioning. We were just a good football team, and that's that's not good enough in the NFL. you got to be great. You can't just be good. We get paid to win games. You get paid to be very competitive, make plays. And, you know, that's how the NFL goes. You know, there's going to be teams that, you know, are going to be successful. Okay, what are these teams that are? successful what do they have going for well it seems like they have some type of identity some type of consistency in their playmaking um you know for the chiefs Mahomes gonna go out there he's gonna run around he's gonna make crazy throws you know uh, you got kelsey who's gonna you know make his little short routes catch the ball make big like they have people that are in position to use their strengths and you know i think it comes down to creating a chemistry with the team with the coaches the players and how we're able to execute on the field i'm speaking offensively yeah. and how we can put ourselves in positions to use our best players in their positions where they can make the most plays. And I think we just struggled with that and the consistency of doing that. Also, you know, as players, we have to make those plays if we're put in those positions. And so there's a lot that goes into it. Um, you know, this, we lost a lot of leadership as well, but that's why, you know, you see so much turnover. So uh, let's try a new formula. Let's see some new players. And so, We'll see if uh, this new coaching staff, Coach Staley, will uh, you know implement something that we can you know build on and continue to have success. Have you have you spoken with him yet? Uh, yeah, he chatted with me a few days after he got hired, which I was actually very surprised and actually pretty just thankful because you know it shows that he just cares about his players. And he we didn't even talk really about football. We just talked about how he was as a person. He kind of got to know me, got to know my mentality. And I thought that was pretty special just because just as person to person, just wanted to build the relationship. And that's going to, that's going to allow us to work even better and even closer uh, during the season. Yeah. You know, what's cool. What's cool is your new, your new offensive coordinator um, was, was his coach. Joe Lombardi was his coach when he was a quarterback in college at Dayton, right? That's, uh, that's, I asked him about it. Like that's, that's kind of interesting, but that's how far back their relationship goes. Right, it's kind of it's kind of like um, you know with our situation last year with uh, Anthony Lynn, you know, Coach Stu, our special team coach, was his coach, and uh, things like that. Uh, but yeah, just how interconnected and tight knit this community is, it's, it's great. And so you know, you like to see those relationships between coaches because you know when you're on the field, it, it, it's still a business, but you know you still you know get that friendly you know atmosphere, and so it's not all serious. We can you know have a good time with each other. You know, have a good time at work because I mean it is a long season. Yeah. Plus, I mean, Joe Lombardi. He comes over from the Saints, and uh, you, you know, you're, you know, you're not exactly like any of their running backs, but his ability and their ability to use running backs in all different sorts of way has to be something that intrigues you. Oh, absolutely. And I, you know, I pride myself on my versatility. You know, I, I can line up in slot. I can line up outside wide. You know, you can mismatch me with linebackers. You know, in the backfield. Um, running it out and then, you know, being able to run the ball as well. And so it's, you could literally put me wherever you want on the field. It's just like, okay, 
how can we, you know, take advantage of that and create these mismatches and make the defense adjust and make them think and get them out of position and take advantage. Austin Eckler, our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. You you guys, I mean, look at at your place. You should have beaten should have beaten the, the the Chiefs. You guys have always kind of had a had a beat on on them. Um, first, in terms of their defense, what's the keys to to beating that defense? Oh, uh, keep them on the field. <laughs> run the ball, run the ball, and just keep them on the field. Because um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna say they get tired, but I feel like you run the ball, and then you're keeping the offense off the field, um, which is the biggest key to beating the Chiefs. Uh, and if you can you know, establish the run game, then it's going to open up like anything else that, or any other game, I guess, is going to open up the passing game behind it. And, you know, with the Chiefs, you know, they have a pretty good secondary uh, with, you know, 32 back there. So the more you can run the ball and, you know, keep keep the ball on the ground and not have to, you know, have your quarterback force things down the field, it's going to be better for you. But uh, it's definitely playing Tom Brady because, you know, he's the GOAT and been doing it a while. So it'll be an interesting matchup in the Super Bowl. Uh, oh, okay. When 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 you watch Mahomes, I mean, one of the things you guys would do was just kind of keep everything in front, right? Because in the past, you know, T- um, Tyreek gets loose, and it even if it's just one play, it feels so devastating to to lose that guy. Is that the way? Like, if right. you were a DC, is that the way you play? Keep everything, just let them let him, let him run the football. I mean, not necessarily let them, but make him run the football. Make him keep everything in front of you. Yeah, you know, their big play potential is, is really high with Mahomes and his ability, and then also Tyreek, yeah, how he can take the top off the defense and just run by everybody because he's so fast. And so, you know, teams don't, teams don't want to give up the big play, obviously, because then it's just demoralizing as far as to your entire team, um, and that it just doesn't take that much time off the clock. And I'm saying, to be a Chiefs, you got to have that time of possession. And so you're just going to try to bend and then try to hold them in the red zone, which, you know, they're pretty good there too. So it's just, they have a good formula for success. Let's say that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it is. It, it is. It's, it's pretty good. Um, your foundation is you're building a gym at a high school in Santa Barbara. Right. Yeah. The Austin Neckler foundation you know, is our first project up in Santa Barbara. We're building the weight room for Santa Barbara high school. Uh, there was just a lack of a resource there and, you know, has some connections and it was able to step in and, you know, provide them with that resource when they do return back to campus and those types of activities. Yeah, they'll have a, a new gym. And so that's kind of the the, pro, the projects and just the, the, the direction that the foundation is trying to go. Uh, it's a foundation I wanted to start to just implement resources across different, you know, communities, schools, just places where, you know, there's just it's just lacking. And, you know, there's a lot of places like that across America. So there's only so much we could do, but... Uh, I'm going to try to do my best to, you know, help people out across the nation. And just as far as, like, for me growing up, you know, I had resources that helped me, and it was the weight room. And the weight room taught me how to work hard. It taught me some social skills. And so whatever that is, you know, I want people to have it available for them, at least for me to try to give that to them. When you were in high school, how much did you bench? Uh, My junior year, I got 300 pounds. Wow, that's big. Three bills is big. What's that? I'm, like I, I remember, like I, I was a hooper in high school, and like I, I could like just mentally couldn't like I like one thirty five was hard for me mentally, right? Like hundred and fifty five pounds or so. I go to Notre Dame, and we start lifting, right? And then you start getting to the, you're maxing out, and you're getting the high twos. And I remember the first time I did three hundred pounds, it was like you know I'm like nineteen years old, and I'm swole up. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. do you do you Let's still? Say, now, I was I was really strong in high school. Like I was squatting four fifteen, like a you know, junior benching three hundred pounds. Like that was just it's because I just worked out so much. I just started building up, and you know some genetics also helps as well. But you know that's that's I found just pleasure in being at the gym it was almost therapeutic for me. So you know the results are starting to show more and more. Yeah, I mean you're like you're you're a meathead. That's that's what it is. Like you're you're a weighthead. <laughs> what you, can you, I say? I'm a meathead. You know you do the you do protein powder plain, or do you actually mix it in a drink? I actually don't drink protein powder, but I do have a couple of raw eggs in the morning. Yeah. So uh, just a different type of meathead. <laughs> All right, different. I'm, I'm messing with you on the on the meathead. How do you maintain your flexibility? Because that's the that's the big right. Like you don't you you don't want you want don't want to be one of those guys. That, I mean, part of what you do is not just strength, but it's also agility and flexibility. What's what's your secret? Um. So there's no secret for me. I mean, I don't really stretch as much as I probably should. Like, I do my dynamic stretch and a little cool down, but I'm not, like, doing intense yoga. It's, like, just a little 
warm up before and a cool down after. Um, and just, I feel like the amount of like times I do that, like I do it like every day cause I work out every day as far yeah. as running or, um, weight room training is just, you know, keeping me flexible enough. I mean, or maybe not flexible enough. I hurt my hamstring last year, so maybe it's something I need to you know, work on. But as far as right now, it hasn't shown me any problems since then. Yeah. Um, give me, give me your, give me your best Justin Herbert story. The best Justin Herbert story. Yes. Hmm. What's the best? <laughs> uh, well, one day uh, we all come into the uh, facility, yeah. and there's this new guy walking around, and we take a double take, and it's actually not a new guy. It's just Justin Herbert, but he has his haircut, and the haircut was terrible. Terrible. So it was like a flowbie. It was like it was like somebody. It was like somebody used a flowbie, right? Strength. What's that? It's a, uh, you ever seen the Floby? Do you know you ever seen the Floby ad? It's like sucks in your hair. Like so, the strength coach co- cut it right. Like what? Why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah strength coach cut his hair. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was so, terrible. Yeah, it was just like, um, why did you do that? <laughs> like you could you can hire a professional to come to your house, you know, COVID check and all that, and come cut your hair. But um, yeah, that was probably the highlight as far as just not off the field stuff with her. Yeah, no, I, I I remember it well. We gave him the business. Hey, Austin, uh, best of luck in the uh, upcoming off season. Uh, don't don't forget. I, everybody always says I need to stretch more. Of course, you need to stretch more, dude. And um, uh, <laughs> en- enjoy those enjoy those raw eggs in the morning, uh, Rocky. And we'll talk to you soon. That sounds good. Thank you. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's our guy Austin Eckler. Great, great dude. Uh, that uh, remember to check out the big game streamer event on Super Bowl Sunday, February seventh, with Austin, six other players, including Mike Williams, uh, eighty-one for the Chargers. Streams begin at uh, ten a.m. Pacific time, one p.m. Eastern time. It is the Doug Gottlieb show live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. Are the Buccaneers ready to keep Tom Brady around a little while longer than expected? Find out next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. It would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Press. Dan by what do you got? And Doug, we start out with looking ahead, not the Super Bowl 55, but after that, as the future of Tom Brady in Tampa continues to be a topic, Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians was asked about Brady's future. Have you or Jason talked with him or his people about extending his contract past uh, next year? Yeah, I don't do I don't have anything to do with contracts, so that would be all a Jason question. And uh, I think Tom's real happy where he's at, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. That's Bruce Arians mm-hmm. talking about the future okay. of Tom Brady okay. in Tampa. Okay. Wouldn't be surprised if he signs up for more years after next year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think next year is gonna be the last year, but I, I could be I could be wrong. You know, he could go keep going forever. I guess he could, just like Russell Wilson wants to keep going. Said this to Colin Cowherd earlier today here on Fox Sports Radio. It's got to be a lifestyle. You got to be fully committed to it every day. You study habits, the way you work, the way you, you prepare. You know, ultimately, I want to play another 10, 10, 15 years. So, you know, I, I've been thinking about that daily, every day. And, um, and you have a whole plan for that. Roger that. Mm-mm, okay. Mm-mm. Um,. Just to sell, everybody says I want to play forever because nobody wants to hear the truth. The truth is like, look, (laughs) I want to make a bunch of money. And if I say I only want to play for a couple more years, they're not going to give me a bunch of money. And guys have been able to play. I mean, they're making all these rules where guys can sit back in the pocket and not get hit, not get touched. So they're playing longer. But I, I do think what Russell said is true, which is like, it's the exact same thing Brady said. If you're not fully committed, then you might as well. You know, that that's really why the Rams moved on from Jared Goff. Didn't feel like he was fully committed. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell spoke today in the usual state of the league address in a in a few days before the Super Bowl, as he does each year. Topic of minority hirings came up. Here was Goodell's response. We want to make the NFL, our clubs, more diverse. Uh, and so it's much broader than just head coaches for us, but the head coaches is important. And we put a lot of our policies and focus on that this year. Uh, as you know, we had two minority coaches hired this year, but it, it, it wasn't what we expected, and it's not what we expect going forward. Yeah, look, it's a really hard one. You know, it's like, okay, if we look at the numbers, you know, what do you, how do you kind of break it down, right? Well, the Chargers hired a a white head coach, like, yeah, but their last head coach was black. But that, does that own, earn you any sort of, like, hire the best guy for the right job? That said, and we, we have this thing about, like, Eric Bieniemy, Like, he's not the only candidate. There's lots of other candidates out there. Um, 
I, I, I we're we're gonna get to a point where it, it's not really a factor. I haven't talked to anybody in any of these teams that hire coaches that it was even a a, a, a modest factor at all. Bienemy didn't get. Mm, let's see here. I talked to two people, and then one was kind of loosely connected with the third, and their thing was like couldn't really figure out exactly what he did. They don't really care that he doesn't call plays, but it's like, what is, you know, his strength is, I guess, motivating. Um, but there wasn't a lot of specifics to the plan. And maybe he was interviewing with too many teams. Maybe he was distracted by the fact he's coaching games. Or maybe he just didn't have specifics to a plan. Don't know, but the, the people walked away, come, came away thinking he was good, liked him, didn't dislike him, but uh, not enough to hire him for the job. And, and like somehow he's become the guy who. Look, Byron Leftwich is going to get a job. I mean, I think both coordinators from Tampa are going to get a job very, very soon. Obviously, Todd Bowles had a job previously. It didn't go well. I think he was tied to a terrible GM. Doug, moving on to other issues in the National Football League, specifically retirements. Larry Fitzgerald told the Arizona Republic he has not decided if he'll be back for an 18th season. Fitzgerald had 54 catches for 409 yards and one touchdown in 13 games this season. Uh, I mean, like, look, I like Larry Fitzgerald. Who doesn't? He's a great dude, a great leader. He's made himself into a guy who'll play anywhere in the slot. He'll block. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how all in he is on football, you know? Um, I mean, he's a great golfer and he's like a real estate magnet and he has all these other interests. He's, he, I mean, he's super, super classy. But I think people forget how good he was. When Kurt Warner took the Cardinals to the Super Bowl, go back and look at their highlights. There's lots of plays where Kurt Warner just he just threw it up to him, and he just went and made plays over two guys. So I, the, the lack of ego on the football field to be the second or third best wide receiver is big time, but I just don't know how long he wants to do it, and it wouldn't stop. You know, every year kind of this, he's kind of doing the Favre thing, every year kind of hem-hawing, and eventually I think he'll call it. I think he would have been Super Bowl MVP if the Cardinals beat the Steelers in Super yep. Bowl Forty Three. All right, Doug, there seems to be an NBA All-Star game. Uh, De'Aaron Fox of the Kings says it's an awful idea, paraphrasing his comments, but Athletics saying likely going to be one in Atlanta on March 7th, and now All-Star voting has become a deal. Brooklyn's Kevin Durant, the leading vote getter through the first round of voting. Most votes for him, uh, $2.3 million. Second is LeBron James, who leads all players in the West with just under 2.3 million votes. One, one. You got Beal and Kyrie as the backcourt, and you'd have Durant, Giannis, and Joel Embiid in the front court in the East. Uh, LeBron, Jokic, and Kawhi in the front court in the West with Steph Curry and Luka Doncic in the backcourt for the West. That's pretty cool. Yeah, except for why are they having an all-star game? Like, let's have a super spreader event that nobody really needs. Why? 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 I don't know. Finally, uh, Liverpool's Champions League match in two weeks at RB Leipzig uh, won't be played in Germany after the German government banned travel from high-risk COVID countries. That includes the UK, so the match is going to need to be moved to a neutral site in a different country that match coming up on February 16th. And that's the press. Mm. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Uh, yeah. <sighs> One more day. It's been really good with some really good interviews. Um, who do we have tomorrow there, um, um, music? Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith and T. Higgins. And Sean O'Hara is going to join us as well. Uh, Middle Coffee will join us as well. We'll get you ready for the Super Bowl tomorrow. We'll get all of you guys. We'll, we'll share with you all of what we're going to do for the Super Bowl. I have some food suggestions as well. Pretty much I, I'm annoying. I share with you my ideas for your life. But maybe sometimes it, it triggers an idea. An idea. In the meantime, if you missed any of the interviews, download them, foxsportradio.com, or wherever you download podcasts. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is Doug Gottlieb Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.